Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchWars.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 17th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Are you subscribed to the YouTube channel for PitchWars? You should be. I'm putting out these pitcher video breakdowns every single weekday morning. We've got Yuri Perez up there. We've got Mitch Keller. We've got Jack Flaherty, and this morning we did Kevin Gossman. They're like about 10 minutes long of me going over a pitcher's start, watching the video and breaking down pitch-by-pitch sequencing, what's good, what's bad, helping you understand them better than anything else that I do. I highly recommend them. Uh, I have all these videos from previous years as well. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. We're trying to get to 10,000 subs this year. Hopefully, you can help us out. We're like 5,000 and change right now. I think we can do better. So thank you all so much for subscribing to our YouTube channel at Pitcher list. We've got Michael Lorenzen was the lead. Six innings, zero and runs, five hits, two walks, seven Ks. In short, blame it on the Pirates. He gets the Royals and White Sox next. Just keep going with that. He's a Toby. Don't expect much more. And this is essentially the ceiling. Uh, slider and changeup have come through. That's good. The four-seam rate they'll still think is going to get hit decently hard. Same with the cutter. But all good here. And you just keep going with the easy matchups. You have Chase Anderson in cores. Five innings, zero runs, one hit, one walk, three Ks. I don't care. Good job, Chase Anderson. You are not doing that. Also in cores was Brandon Williamson. 5.1 innings, one and run, two hits, two walks, six Ks. This was his MLB debut. He had been struggling in AAA, sub-20% swing uh, strikeout rate, sub-10% swing strike rate. We expected nothing from this. This gets the gold star as this was a very productive start. No, I'm not throwing fab dollars at him. I don't really love everything that he does. It's a cutter that worked well here, but I was really bored watching him, and he hit his spots enough to make this work inside of cores. He pitches for Cincinnati, which I don't like, for two reasons, low wins, and inside of that home park, which is terrible. I I really don't see an elite pitcher here, and I think it's something that's really a streaming option uh, more than anything else. I could be very wrong, but he just isn't an electric pitcher, so I'm not chasing that. Domingo Herman was ejected against the Rays. It's very disappointing because he's had these exceptional swing strike rates. And this might be an explanation for it, I should say. Uh, He gets the Padres and Dodgers after the inevitable suspension here. Uh, I don't really love that. Now, on a quick note about sticky stuff, I feel like there should be some some better regulation on just like giving the pitchers what they're supposed to have. If it's rosin and sweat... Then I give them the same exact thing in like a specific part of the dugout. But like this is where you apply it. If you do anything else, you, that's messed up. I do think that Herman did something extra here. I mean, I saw the thing on his pants. I mean, that could be sweat and rosin. I've seen that, and that could be it. You could just be doing a ton of it. He didn't have extra. Uh, he didn't have extra spin rates on it, so I don't know. But you got to trust the umpires when they say like all four of them checked. They're all like, yeah, that is the stickiest hand I felt. So that's what it is. Uh, he also got almost caught for it in against the Twins, and they were like, no, you have to clean this off. So it's not like he's a stranger to this. Uh, Jalen Beeks opened for the Rays, and Yanni Chirinos, three earned runs in 4.2 innings. You don't want this. Uh, Lance Lynn, guys. Lance 
Lynn. I did a fireside chat yesterday with Spore. We talked about Lance Lynn. It goes out at 1 p.m. in a simulcast on uh, our network and on Fangraphs. So check that out here. And we put our foot down. We said Lance Lynn tonight is going to do well. I was on Twitter and I wish casted it. Seven innings, one run, seven hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. Oh, thank you so much. We got one. I understand. No Jose Ramirez against the Guardians. He did get kind of like unlucky with a single that was really a triple because Ben Attendee dove, and then it was a sack fly that turned into his one earned run. He got a couple hits that were weird. So I'm not going to say that Lance Lynn is now fixed and it's all done. It's not a tiara necessarily, but it is the Royals and Tigers next, and this seems like a very good stretch he should be on. Watch next start. It's going to be like 300 runs, and we're all like, oh, gosh. It could be that, guys. Josiah Gray against the Marlins. Seven innings, one earned run, seven hits, three walks, five Ks. I'm not as enthused about Josiah Gray. It's not as good of a whip as it was here with uh, Lynn because of the three walks and fewer Ks. Against the Marlins, he gets the Tigers and Royals next, so he just flops with uh, the White Sox. So, fine, we're good with that. But, honestly, I think like Josiah Gray isn't the command specialist that he needs to be to really get everything out of this repertoire. So, I actually would be okay, I think, swapping him in about... 10, 15 days or so. Um, you have Christian Javier against the Cubs. Got the win. Six innings, one and run, two hits, two walks, five Ks. Imagine if he didn't have a 52% strike rate on a slider. You know, he could have been so much better on this. And that's really the thing to me. The fastball is always going to be really good. It's just about that slider getting enough strikes to pair well with that fastball on a given night. I'm glad he got away with this one a little bit uh, with that worst slider here. Um, I'm going to talk about Dane Dunning a little bit here. Same with Bailey Ober, Jesus Lazardo, a couple others, of course, after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Dane Dunning did really well against Atlanta. Got the win. Six innings, one earned run, six hits, zero walks, four Ks. Just seven whiffs, 23% CSW though. He had a 16% strikeout rate entering this game. I have not been much of a believer. He did throw harder. One to two ticks harder across the board. Not one of his pitches earned more than two whiffs. And he was an east-west guy. He did well spotting. And it's possible that that command is good moving forward. So he gets the Pirates next. Like, I'm for that. I'm not going to be... I'm not a hater just for the sake of it. Like, Dunning against the Pirates, that should work. But I think after that, it's two tough matchups. And, like, I I think this is, like, the ceiling right here. This is it. I don't really want to chase that. Bailey Ober, really nice stuff here against the, the Dodgers. He gets the Giants... Jays in Cleveland next. I think I'm good for all three. I mean, the Jays I don't want to, but if it, if it requires me to be in for all three, then I would do it. Uh, got the win, six innings, one and run, six hits, one walk, six 
case here. The changeup was a little elevated. Like, I, I don't think we're ever really going to see that Billy Ober where everything is the proper triangle of four seamers up and sliders and changeups opposite sides down. But he's doing well enough right now, and the Twins should get him wins. Jesus Lazardo against the Nationals did exactly what he was supposed to do. Six innings, one run, five hits, one walk, and seven Ks. This changeup went 50% CSW. Slider returned 21% swing strikes. And he sat 96-97 on the fastball. Shazam. That's Jesus Lazardo. Fast. <laughs> Wade Miley uh, got pulled with a lat injury, unfortunately. It, it stinks. I know a lot of people were inside of, uh, in on it. It's just how it goes. Kevin Gosman talked about him, of course, for that video this morning. Seven innings, two hundred runs, five hits, two walks, and ten strikeouts. What he does, and I really highlighted it inside this video, he throws a lot of fastballs in the zone, and he has that splitter underneath. And it's a game of chicken where he gets away with fastballs inside the zone that are hittable. And if guys are actually in on that, that's why he has such a high hard contact rate. It's like 37% or so on that four-seamer. It's why the BABIP is more elevated than average. It's not going to be a 300 BABIP for Kevin Gosman. That's just not how it's going to be because they're not going to hit the, the splitter. And then when they do hit things, it's the fastball, which is likely going to be not in an ideal location. So the whip is, is still going to be a question mark if Gosman can't hold on to the strikeout rate. But his strikeout rate is much higher this year than it was last year, which essentially means fewer balls in play, thus fewer hits allowed. And that's cool. So, so far so good. The whip is much better because of that better strikeout rate and he doesn't walk guys. I like it. I'm here for it. He's going to have those blowups those days when either guys are able to spit on the splitter or they're cheating effectively on the fastball. It's just going to happen at times. Brady Singer against the Padres. Six innings, two and runs, seven hits, two walks, and three Ks. He's a cherry bomb. The coin has been flipped correctly. That's all it is. I mean, really though, it should be more in favor of Singer with the Tigers, Nationals, and Rocky Road next, but I guarantee you at least one of those is not going to be good. But we're still gonna we're still gonna go after it. Clayton Kershaw, four innings, two hundred runs, seven hits, one walk, seven Ks, seventeen whiffs, and a thirty-seven percent CSW. But he got singled out, and it's so so frustrating. Alex Cobb against the Phillies. This is what happens when he doesn't have his splitter. Two out of twenty-five CSW, not whiffs, CSW on the splitter for Alex Cobb. So it went three point one innings, two hundred runs, five hits, five walks. I said that right. Three strikeouts in ten outs. Oh boy. That is a, what, 10, it's one, it's a three whip, because it's one base runner per out, every other, it's insane, I, absolutely insane, I, I would say that Alex Cobb is going to be okay, but then this, again, like, this is why we want the slider, we want another pitch to throw strikes when the thing isn't working, this is what, this is why I wanted that slider, and I got really concerned when there wasn't. Uh, that pitch really becoming a thing. So anyway, Alex Cobb, I think you still have to roll with it, sadly, because the splitter should be better than a 225 CSW's 2 over 25, but like, come on, buddy, don't do this. Dean Kramer against the Angels got the win. He didn't have the same velocity we saw last time. Three earned runs. It's like close to poor quality start, 5.2 innings, but six at zero walks, four Ks. This is kind of like the ideal against the Angels here. Uh, I don't think there's enough to really go on without that velocity staying up at 96. 
Jordan Montgomery has been a pain for some guys. Nine base runners here in 5.1 innings, three in runs. Like, not really that good of a start, except for seven strikeouts. And his change in curve both returned to 38% plus CSW, which is really the sign of success for Montgomery. You know, he should be better than eight hits in a given game. So, it's just the way it is. Jared Schuster returned for the Rangers Sorry, against the Rangers uh, for Atlanta. Five innings, 300 runs, three hits, two walks, three Ks. I didn't really see much to get too excited. He is higher in his velocity, but it's still like 91, 92 as opposed to 90. So, uh, decent command and everything. I think it's not enough to risk it for the best get here against the uh, against the Mariners and Philly next. Um, he does get Oakland in three starts. And if he's still in the rotation then, then that could work. Luis Ortiz was a very much of a disappointment against the Tigers. I should have gone with Lorenzen, guys. I know I messed up. I should do the I messed up blurb or soundbite. Three innings, three and runs, seven hits, four walks, and three Ks. I was expecting more from the slider. It did get seven over 24 whiffs, but he bounced a ton of them. 58% strike rate. The sinker and four seamer did not get the outs that they should be getting. And there was also down two ticks. He was in the 98 before he's on to 96. Didn't know this. Only one of our 43 whiffs, by the way, on those four seamers and sinkers, which is terrible. But yeah, I mean, generally he should be better with this. Uh, the fastball and sinker do get outs, and the slider should be missing a lot more bats and getting more strikes in a 58% strike rate. He gets the Rangers next, so you don't really need to hold on to this. But like, I don't think that Luis Ortiz is something that you really need to go after. Uh, because it's really just a one elite pitch. It should be, again, with the slider. It's not as susceptible of a fastball as it was Wasserino's, but still not uh, elite. And I generally don't like chasing guys without two. If they're a two-pitch pitcher, I don't like chasing them without two elite pitches. Zach Wheeler, though, does have those two with his sinker and his four-seamer. Six innings, four and runs, nine hits, one walk, eight Ks, 20 whiffs, 33% CSW, and got singled out here by the Giants, and it's really, really annoying. Nick Pavetta against the Mariners... Whatever, I don't care. Uh, it was a bad game. Don't start Nick Pavetta. Tommy Henry didn't do well against Oakland because it's Tommy Henry. I don't care that's Oakland. He didn't do well. 4.2 innings of foreign runs and nine base runners in four Ks. Chase Silseth is back in the majors. Hey, what's up, Chase? Uh, 3.1 innings, foreign runs, six hits, one walk, five Ks. Um, 18% CSW on a splitter and 114 whiffs on the cutters and sliders and nothing new here. So we're not touching Silseth. Justin Steele... 500 runs against the Astros. You think, oh, the regression is hitting. Well, not really. Six innings, only six base runners and eight strikeouts. A bit of a dusty donut here. His fastball is still really good uh, around the zone. The slider is not getting swings outside the zone. Only 25% no swing in this. That's a real difference maker here. But the fastball command has held up. And that pitch has been much better throughout the year this year. So hopefully Steele can get the slider back. If he does that, there actually is legitimacy to the rest of the year for Steele. But if you, it's about what you think from last year is going to come back. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be the fastball being worse like it was last year? Or is it the slider going to be better? Right? Those are the three outcomes I see. And I don't know if this necessarily sticks as it does now. So I'd say it's like a forty percent chance that he does really well, sixty percent that it's more disappointing. How about that? Okay. Luis Castillo against the Red Sox, five innings, five runs, six hits, two walks, six Ks. You're disappointed, I know. 97 mile per hour velocity is good, though, and the changeup wasn't that good. I don't know why he leaned on to 30% of the time. He's going against Oakland and the Pittsburgh Pirates next. Like, everything's cool, guys. Shane Bieber, I don't know if it is. 4.2 innings, five runs, 12 hits, zero walks, four Ks. 
the slider, yeah, it was so good last time, and it's not now. And, like, he used to be a slider and curve guy. Now it's just slider, and the slider wasn't even there. He's a holly. Ugh, Shane Bieber, man. I miss it. I miss it so much. Kyle Muller against the Diamondbacks. Four innings, five earned runs, eight hits, zero walks, and three Ks. Yeah, we don't do Kyle Muller. Seth Lugo hurt his calf going to first, and that ended this one. Two innings, five earned runs, four hits, two walks, two Ks. Pretty bad line against Kansas City Royals. I hope he's okay, but it seems to me like he would go on the IL. And Justin Verlander got booed by Mets fans in his home debut for the Mets against the Rays. Five innings, six earned runs, eight hits, two walks, three Ks. He'll be fine. I mean, this is a good buy low if you if someone's believing that he's just done so. The command was a little bit worse, and it's going to be better moving forward. Looking forward to today's game, Spencer Strider, Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns, Yu Darvish, Eduardo Rodriguez, Sonny Gray, Chris Bass, and Nathan Uvaldi, and Dustin May are all auto starts. Pretty clear, I think, there. Probable start, you have Mackenzie Gore and J.P. France. Again, pretty clear um, against the Marlins and the Cubs. Questionable start, Edward Cabrera. Hopefully, the walks are not there against the Nationals. Tywin Walker, he's throwing 40% plus splitters. He gets the Giants. That's our stream pick of the day, which I don't really love. I hate relying on splitters for a stream pick of the day, but there it is. Rich Hill has done well against work, uh, bad teams, and he gets the, the Tigers. So there you go. Ryan Nelson, I don't trust the Breakers being there against Oakland, but whatever. Questionable start. Uh, Mike Clevenger might be... A better better play here, and I might want to actually raise him above Ryan Nelson, Rich Hill here, as he goes against the Guardians, because he could go six innings here, and the Guardians are really bad. Brian Bayo against the Mariners. I don't know if the slider is going to be there. Drew Smiley has the big cell blueprint, but it is the Astros. Marco Gonzalez has better command, but it's the Red Sox. Matthew Libertor is showing up, so is uh, Peyton Battenfield. Peyton Battlefield, I don't think, is that great because he had these two really good starts um, at the beginning of the year, and then he hasn't really replicated it with his cutter since. But it is the White Sox you might want to consider that. Matthew Libertor is making his season debut. He hasn't had the most sparkling starts as of late. The last two starts, or actually, the last three starts have re- returned eight walks. Last two have been four runs each after a sparkling, amazing uh, April. So, I'm a little hesitant to lean in on this one. It is the Brewers, though, so that's why it's questionable, so I do not start. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's a good spec at the very least. Um, and Kyle Bradish against the Angels and Griffin Canning on the other side of that against the Orioles are both... I, I can see the ways that those work today. Uh, Luis Medina against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I just don't think there's enough of a ceiling. Graham Ashcraft against the Rockies in cores. Absolutely not. It's just too risky. He doesn't even get strikeouts. Uh, Code Icing is super risky against the Rays. Ross Stripling, not Sean Manaya, is going against the uh, the Phillies. And you have Josh Fleming opening, not Taj Bradley. Austin Gomber uh, in red, in sorry, again, cores against the Reds. And Jonathan Heasley being open for uh, against the Padres. I don't want to do any of that. Looking forward to tomorrow's games. Not many stars. It's just six games here. Shane McClanahan, Julio Urias, and Dylan Cease are clear auto starts. Yuri Perez is going against the Nationals. You'll love to see that. Uh, much nicer second start. We saw what he is in the debut. I think you're probably starting that one. Logan Allen against the White Sox. I'm not really too enthused about Logan Allen at the moment, but this is against the White Sox, and I feel like he has good enough stuff to make that work, especially with that slider. Hopefully the changeup shows up in a big way. You have the questionable start here of Tyler Wells uh, going against Tyler Anderson in the Battle of the Tylers, um, who is the creator of production. I hope it's both. But uh, I don't really like either matchup. I mean, it's Camden, which helps things. Does Anderson have his changeup? Does Tyler Wells 
um, get away with fastballs. I don't know. Nestor Cortez is in Toronto. He hasn't had his slider. It's been kind of a shifty start of the year. If he has a slider back, this should work, even though it's the Jays, but the Jays are very dangerous. It's a risky start. And my very reluctant stream pick of the day at the bottom of the question will start here is Trevor Williams against the Marlins. It's the Marlins without Jazz, so I understand it, but I really don't want to chase that. And then do not start here. Jose Barrios is going against the Yankees in Toronto. It just seems so risky. No way. Adam Wainwright is getting the Dodgers now, not the Brewers today. It's the Dodgers tomorrow. I don't want to do that. I don't think Wainwright has too good of a ceiling, and the Dodgers are scary. And Tyler McGill has been terrible, and he gets the raise. Absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for all the support. Uh, good luck with your teams today. And my name is Nick Pollock, so may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.